This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ladies and gents, welcome back once again. Yours truly, all things covered. Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden, another outstanding, entertaining, fired up show for you all. Week one is here. Week mm-hmm. one is here. Week one is here. It's yes, here. sir. Yes, yes. But, but before we get to week one, I got to give you a small tease on what this episode will be about. Of course, get your official Steelers Niners preview directly from a guy who will be participating in the ball game, and that's our very own. Patrick Peterson, plus we will be answering some of your questions. You guys have done a phenomenal job hitting us in our comment section on YouTube. And for the ones that are listening, for the individuals that are listening to us on podcast platforms, feel free to check us out on YouTube if you want to talk to us, interact with us. We might not get to you live, but we will get to you in the very, very next episode. And most importantly, tell a friend to tell a friend. Please subscribe, keep subscribing, get you some All Things Covered gear. Support us because we appreciate you because you make our show better. And we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. But before we get into the week one preview with the San Francisco 49ers traveling from the west to the east coast against the Pittsburgh Steelers at 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff there in Pittsburgh, there's a lot we got to unpack. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, with yeah, this let's, being make the, quick. let's make huh? it real quick. Let's make it real quick. Nah, I, I, you know, I, I, yeah, we got to make it quick, but, you know, we got to definitely. It, let's make it real quick. We got to be thorough in what we say and how we say it. We gotta, you no, know, let's. So, Let's make it real quick, man. So the NFL week starts this week, week one. Technically, this was kind of like week two in college football because there was some get into it, man. Played, you know, <laughs> weeks ago. But most of the games were played this weekend. And, you know, if we can go back in time to our episode last week, there was a lot of talking with me and Pat P, LSU, Florida State. I went to Florida State. Pat P, you know, no, he, 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 he Created DBU for LSU, right? <laughs> he went to LSU talking trash. So I said last year we kicked their teeth in. And Pat P, can you reiterate what did you tell me? What did you say? Be mad. I, said, I, I did say this year. Now you can say that y'all kicked. No, 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 no. I, I want to lead up to it. I said when I said last year we kicked your teeth in. What did I you say? No. I said no. Y'all did not kick, kick our teeth in because y'all won by what two or three points. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, not. Yeah. That's not kicking anyone teeth in, but what y'all did over this past weekend, y'all y'all definitely kicked our, our teeth in. And didn't I say that? Didn't I say, well, this year we're going to send you back to Baton Rouge whispering because we're going to knock all your fronts out? Didn't I yeah, say that? Man. Y'all knocked our fronts out, though. 45, and I'm not counting that garbage touchdown when we had all our freshmen in 
at the end. It was basically 45-17. 45-17, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, like what, what we did, man, like, it ain't, it it ain't personal. It's just business. It's just business. Yeah, and, I, and I wasn't even able to watch the game because I was traveling back to Pitt from home. And I saw halftime. I got home at halftime. I was like, all right, we're looking pretty good. I'm just following ESPN stats, not really able to see the game. I'm like, you know, all the guys look like they're having a pretty good game on offense, defensively, looking like they, you know, looking pretty good. Like, look like they're controlling the game. Man, I'd be damn. I don't know if I had bad juju on <laughs> but I got home. It got real ugly real quick. Ooh, that second half was scary. <laughs> I was, it was adjustments that were made, adjustments that were not made. And hey, Mike Novell. Hey, like Mike T uses, hey man, when I'm watching this, man, I've been around Coach Mike T so long now. I'm so used to the term JV. Man, it was it was varsity versus JV out there Sunday night, man. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And Pat, you didn't get a chance to really watch the game, as you mentioned. You were traveling. But we 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 had way more talent than LSU. Yeah. Way that's, more that's talent. It's crazy you say that because my coach Grady Brown. Obviously, he coached me when I was there at LSU. He said, man, it just looked different, man. I was like, what you mean? Yeah. Like, man, they talent level. It ain't the same. It ain't the same when it was when we was there. And, you know, obviously when Joe Stingley and all those guys came through, it's like, man, it, it just ain't the same. I was like, man, it, it looked like that in the second half because I was not able to see that. Yeah. And I, I wasn't able to see the game in the first half. But it is what it is, man. Congratulations to Florida State. Y'all whooped out behind. Yeah. Bottle forty-eight cases of ball, uh, case of boss. Yeah, boss water forty-eight. Thank yeah. you. Two years in a row, two years in a row. By the way, we're on a five-game winning streak against LSU, and the entire series, I think we're like nine and two against LSU. So we pretty much like own LSU, safe to say. That's not and good. Yeah, yeah that's not it, 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 numbers don't lie. The numbers yeah, don't lie. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, I can, nothing I can argue about that, man. I, yeah, I appreciate that, Pat P. That's what you're a stand-up guy. Cause when you have a, when you have, have I always not been? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And so this, listen, <laughs> we gonna keep it going. I think LSU gonna bounce back because you do got a lot of talent. It's just that what we have, we just ain't show got, up. We got a lot of pros. Yeah, we got we, we got a lot of pros on our team. I know you didn't get a chance to watch the game, but when you see what we got, we got one uh, six yeah. seven wide receiver. Yeah, and I I, I I I watched the preview and, and seeing all the guys and the we names, you know, the accolades they've been putting up and the ceilings for these guys. I was like, yeah, these these guys talented. And also, a couple, uh, you know, doing our training camp. I don't know if you remember this, but I can't remember the guy's number. I think he was number zero, or maybe number eight. But he was talking trash to the offense. He was like, this first day of pass. Ain't no more of that talk. I was like, yeah, I like him. He a dog, whoever that is. I like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we got a lot of them on our team, man. It's going to be a fun year, man. So, Good, man. you know, next up, who we got? Southern Mississippi. So so what, you, what you're saying is it's safe to say as of after that week one performance that y'all might be the Atlantic. What y'all, Atlantic Coast? ACC. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But what the other seat? Oh, Atlantic Coast. Uh, yeah, they, they don't. They don't. It's, it's no. It's no separation no more in division. It was Atlantic and Coastal. Now just one. Okay, so do yeah. you see y'all saying? Do you see yourselves winning the ACC this year? I felt that way before we played y'all. No question. If we stay healthy, nobody can. Nobody can run with us. Anybody can line it up. Now remember how much. See, so of course, like like with you, you you you're, you're dialed in to the program at LSU, and I'm a little dialed more in with Florida State because I'm retired. 
you got more going on, you know, taking time away. For me, I'm more dialed in because I ain't got to worry about scouting and watching film and get ready for a ball game like you do. You know what I'm saying? So I already knew what type of dogs we got down there. A lot mm. of people just didn't expect for those dogs to do it. No, I, that's what I was expecting. That's why I was like, Pat P, y'all don't stand a chance. Remember, you go back to our conversation. Like, hey, y'all, no, you didn't say that. You said if, that. If, if, and the thing is, get this, Pat P. We had, you guys had a lot of drop passes. We had a lot of drop passes as well. We had yeah. one series, we had 45 yards of personal foul penalties on defense. Like, we had so many crazy penalties, drop passes, miscues, and we still won by 21. Like we got, man, we, our team, our quarterback's going to get drafted. He stay healthy. Both of our wide receivers are going to get drafted. He stay healthy. Bell, the tight end, going to get drafted. We probably got three linemen right now that's going to get drafted. Defensively, we probably going to have the first defensive end to come off the board, right? The D both D tackles going to get drafted. We have pro after pro after pro. So to answer your question, man, even if Clemson beat, if they, if they hadn't took care of their business against Duke, I like us. Hey. Anybody can line it up. Hey, I wasn't even talking about Clemson. What we had, we had a conversation watching that game too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man. They got it. They, it. they ain't got no talent. Duke yeah, had more talent like, than Clemson. That's the same thing. I was like, man, I don't yeah. know what it is. It just looked like, you know, the teams that you so used to seeing in the, you know, in the dance, in the college yeah. pro football, I mean uh the college football playoffs. Just seem like they lacking talent now, man. I it is because it the uh, the the protocol, or, but it just don't seem. Yeah, you better dab Bo Sweeney better jump in that portal and go yeah. get up some players. Talking yeah, about so, no, nah, he don't want to do no. That's not how he does nah, business. He gonna, he gonna have to. He's gonna need him a quarterback. He's yeah. gonna he go he gonna need some defensive players. Yeah, and and talking <laughs> about a portal, uh, Pat P. If we transition to friend of the show, we had him on primetime, Deion Sanders. His team is basically built on portals. And he had a heck of a debut uh, this past Saturday as well, you know, upsetting TCU 40, 48 to 45. And currently, because of that upset, they're in the top 25. You know, w w were you surprised to see Colorado, number one, not just pull up a huge upset, but in the fashion in which they did it? One, I was always a believer. But two, I was so impressed. Mm-hmm how quickly he adapt to division one football. It just seemed like he'd been there before. Just the, just how poised he was on the sideline, how well prepared his team was. You got to think about it. That was a shootout. Mm -hmm. When TCU scored, his team came back and scored. Like yeah. he said in his press, uh, you know, in his, cause I follow Dion. I, you know, I, I watch him all the time. You know, that's one of my, you know, that is my, you know, that, that's the guy I looked up, you know, as I was trying to be a defensive back in this league. But I watched him. He was like, man, yeah, defensively, be, de defensively, we didn't play our best ball. But we found a way to get stops when we needed it. And that's so true. And offensively, they were just on fire. Nothing, nothing they did, they, they couldn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. To see the way that his team responded throughout adversity and game one time at the time at the time at the time again it just goes to show that not only the guys brought in to what he's telling them each and every day but they're believing the message and the vision that he's trying to share with these kids so I watched every single snap of that game man. I was so intrigued and just so 
um, at all and, and just ready to see what the next chapter was going to be for him. And yeah. now it's just going to get bigger from here because now I just saw, you know, all of last year, Colorado sold, you know, tickets for 200 and some odd bucks. And just this weekend alone, you got tickets going for 400 plus bucks. You know, no so question. Off of one game, what he was able to do, it's been remarkable. But I just can't wait to see what the outcome is going to be because they got some talent. Like they got some talent on that football team at, at no every question. position. So it's going to be fun to watch Colorado uh, un, uh, season unfold this 2003-2023 season. Yeah. And you talk about the talent, Shador Sanders, over 500 yards, 510 to be exact, four touchdowns. Travis Hunter, 11 receptions for 119. Had a defensive interception in the secondary. Played 129 snaps. I mean, yeah. two-way player did it at his at, at his finest. Um, were you? Are you? Because knowing you know you wanted to have the football in your hands a lot. You was a big-time returner for LSU, but they didn't really use you like that on offense. Do you really? think right now, if you were back in college today, would you want to be a two-way player similar to what we witnessed with Travis Hunter this past Saturday for Colorado? A hundred percent, because. Well, about Pat P, before I before you even go into your reasoning why. Talk to me. You know at college, you used to always cramp up. I don't know if you could handle 129 snaps. <laughs> You're gonna cramp up. That's one thing I know about seven. Every time at LSU, boy, he gonna miss at least for a whole game five to six plays because he gotta get an IV. So remember that. I know you way removed, far removed from your LSU oh, yeah. days. In hey, I was gonna put, I was gonna put that in there, Mac. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Me. You go ahead. <laughs> Let's hear why you want to play both ways. Let's hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard it. Alabama, Julio Jones. Like, why? Why seven? They know Julio. Well, they say Pat Peters in the locker room getting the IV. I said, God <laughs> dang it! Every time, but boy, you're hot outside. Man, it, hey, but that just goes to show, man. I be fired up, cat. Like I give it all. I give it my all. Like they only got four percent body fat, so I ain't got much fat anyway, man. <laughs> Boy, you cramp every week. You cramp, especially and, in the and months Mac, of September and, and October when it's still hot and, outside. And not only in, in college, that was in high school. That was in little league. Like I've been just been cramping my whole life because the workload. Like I played offense, defense. I always hydrated, but it was just my. My uh, my fat and my body uh, mm. wasn't like I don't have enough fat on my body to hold to endure yeah. what I was trying to do growing up. Like mm -hmm. for body fat, that's damn near fuck. That's yeah. so yes, I it's can't. A, even, you're not supposed to really be alive like that. Only four percent. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean. So, but I'm healthy. I'm live and I'm well. But no question. Percent is definitely four point seven to be exact. It's my body fat. My wife is trying to do a great, a better job of uh, making sure I get all my avocado, all my fats to get my fat level, my fat, my fat percent back up. But it is what it is, man. But to get back to my point, I would definitely wanted to play both ways. I wish Coach Prime was in college football when I was coming up. You want to be both ways? Because as a defensive player, that's all I did in high school in Little League. So I would want to do the same things at the next highest level to see if I could, if I was able to do it. You know what I mean? I always endured the next challenge, you know? So there ain't no question about it that I would want to do it, but it would have to definitely would have to be um, uh, in spurts. It won't be like no <laughs> 35 plays and 95 plays on yeah. 
uh, on defense. But because then you got to think about this too, Matt. In the SEC, I had assignments on defense. Yeah, like, yeah, you were following guys. I had to go get you know whoever Coach Chavis told me to go get you know whoever that guy was on the opposite side. I had to go get him, so I had to guard their best guy for. And you already know in college we playing ninety plays minimum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It would have to be in spurs, though. But I would definitely would have loved the opportunity to play both sides. What do you think? Of course, we had Travis on the show when he was in high school, um, you know, some years back. Mm-hmm. And he's always been a two-way player. Yep. But at the next level, we foresee him getting that opportunity, staying healthy and just taking care of his business because he's that type of talent. Where do you see him playing at the next level? Man, the crazy thing, Matt, it's crazy you asked me that because he was very impressive at both positions. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't know. But if it was, if it was me, I would want to be a defensive back. And my reasoning why, because you gotta be, you got, you have to land on a team with a good quarterback, man. Like it, it all predicates off your quarterback. It, it, not necessarily it all predicates off your quarterback. If, if your quarterback has a good ball, he has a good ball. But if you guys don't have the continuity, the guys don't have the relationship or if he's not able to throw, because it's certain, it's certain, it's certain quarterbacks in his, in his league now that can't throw certain balls. Like it's certain quarterbacks that can't throw back shoulders. It's certain quarterbacks that have trouble placing the ball in between the hashes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it, you got to almost get dropped in a perfect position yeah. in order to be almost kind of successful or considered as a great at at the receiver position. Um but as a defensive back man you control your own destiny man you you, you ain't got to depend on nobody and for me that's the way I would like it. <laughs> yeah. I I think and I had this question when he was in high school I was you know it was a conversation. He said offense if I'm not mistaken. It, it, I, I can't remember what he said but I, I think, think he'd be offense. I think I would want to see him on the offensive side cuz when he has that football in his hands, he 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 make things happen. He kind of rem- reminds me a little bit of Devontae Smith for the Eagles. Okay. You know, who played at Alabama. Like smooth route runner, great I hands. Wasn't able to, I wasn't able to see him, like, far as getting, like, any reverses or anything. It was more like route running. And, yeah. And, and all of that was perfectly smooth and all that, but I feel like he'll be much more of an effective on the defensive side. Much more effective on the defensive side. Well. At, at the rate he's going, he's going to have to make that decision. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to want to Very soon, definitely add a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, no question. They're going to want to add him to play like long. Travis. Well, Long. Well, I'm sorry, wait. I think after this – No, he's a sophomore. He's a, he a true – I think he's a true sophomore. So, yeah, he got a, so, yeah, so another year and a half. Yeah, no question, no question. But, hey, man, great great win for Colorado, Coach Prime and his staff. Uh, college football is here. And it's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be a fun ride. And with college football being here, guess what? NFL. The big show. The big show is about to start as well. As my boy Scott Connor said, the bigs. The bigs. The bigs. No question. (laughs) You know how when you play park ball, you have the younger kids play. It goes up in age. And that last game, that's when the older kids play. (laughs) This is how it is right now. The big league is about to start. Pat P week one. Preview is coming up next. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's here, it's here, it's here. Listen, this is what you've been waiting for. This is all the training, all the running, eating healthy, sleeping in the hyperbaric chamber, getting stretched, everything. This is why. Week one preview, the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the San Francisco 49ers, two outstanding organizations with heavily, heavy, heavy, heavy tradition and prestige kicks off in Pittsburgh 1 p.m. I'm fired up. Pat P fired up. Yes, sir. Both teams have heavy expectations. The 49ers feel like they should have went to the championship a year ago, had quarterback injuries. Of course, we know how that played out. Pittsburgh is trying to get right back into that conversation, most importantly, get into the tournament, as Mike T likes to say. Pat P, what do you... First, first, this year, this can be the first like legit game. It's different than preseason. As you oh, saw yeah, the preseason yeah. atmosphere, yeah. man, what, what do you expect from Steeler Nation, man, week one in this home opener? Man, you know what I just found out, Mac, that this is the first home opener in about eight plus years. I can't remember the exact number, but it's been a while since it's been a a, a, a home opener here. So the the city's buzzing. There's no hotel mm. rooms available. Everybody's super excited um, about the squad. You know, obviously, I'm super excited about the squad, but I'm expecting everybody to show up and show out. Um, I, can't see, I can't wait to Ooh. see the fourth quarter renegade in live action. Uh, oh, so, man, I'm going to tell you this, but, man, I, I, boy, I fired up for it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited, man. Ooh, and I know you already have, you know, started your prep, your film study. Man, what makes Brock pretty not just a feel-good story as Mr. Irrelevant because he was the last pick in the draft two years ago, but a legitimate NFL starting quarterback. What have you seen from his game? Man, he's able to put the ball where he, the football where it needs to go. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's a guy that's not going to make many mistakes. He's a guy that's going to take what the defense gives him and allow his defense to put him in a better position. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at film and you look at him play and how Kyle, uh, uh, Coach Shanahan calls the game, that's their formula. They're going to run the football, a ton of mixed direction plays to get that uh, defensive player's eyes all over the place and and let their guys make hay after they catch the ball. You, know, you got to think about this as well, Matt. They have the number one running back, number one tight end, number one receiver with yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. That's very dynamic. So when you think about it, the plays that he's throwing to Christian McCaffrey, he ain't not running no post. He ain't not running no dig. He's swinging out the backfield. Yeah. You know, you got deep uh, uh, Debo Samuels. He he ain't running no no deep ball. He's running drag routes, taking four yard routes. Hey, you got you know, you got George Kittle doing the same thing, running these band gates. That's twelve yard routes. 
and turn it into a 30-yard game. So he's just putting the ball schematically where it's supposed to go. You know, mm-hmm. so as def- as a defense, as a on the defensive side of the ball, we're gonna have to do a, a great job of making sure that we communicate because they do a great job of shifting in motion. He's the number one team in the NFL when it comes to shifting and most motioning uh post-snap, you know, so communication is gonna be at an all-time premium. And, and you remember we had the legendary Dick LeBeau on yep. a few episodes ago. If you missed that, it's in our feed. One thing he talked about in regards to great defensive play, the first telling sign of a real great defensive unit is the way they tackle. Hmm. When you don't miss tackle and you communicate, like you talked about what they do in San Francisco, yep. he just get the football into his playmaker hands and they make plays, make yep. guys miss, turn a 10-yard gain into a 20 or 30-yard gain. That's yep. how you get chunk plays and that's how you get opportunities to get into the red area to score. But when you take that out of the equation and you tackling the catch and rally to the ball, they got to do it the long way. Yeah. So go ahead. So if we do a good job of tackling the guys at the point of attack, we're going to be in in, in a good position to be able to, you know, sustain those guys from making big plays. Because if you go back and watch the Philadelphia Eagles game, obviously I know Brock Purdy wasn't in the game. They went through a bunch of quarterbacks in that game. But those guys was hugging up on those checkdowns, mm-hmm. you know, because when you give, you know, a, a dynamic, you know, uh, running back three, four yards of space, he's going to make one guy miss. There ain't no, no question about it. You know, so if we do a good job of hugging up on those check now, those outlets that those guys are just hanging out on the sideline, those late leak out guys, I think we'll be pretty in, in, in pretty good shape. But. He just do a great job of putting the ball where it needs to go and not making many mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have fo- to force him to be a professional quarterback. Yeah. Now, and I'll say this too as well. Why I'm so hyped about the Steelers in this position against the San Francisco 49ers week one is because Brock Purdy is going to get pressured. That heat is going to come. Hey. You don't necessarily got to bring it with extra hats. Them, 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 y- y'all got some grown men. Like, y'all got some grown men that can win their one-on-one matchups. You know what yep. I mean? You got depth. You know, you got first the first duo, you're going to have Highsmith and Watt. The second duo, you can bring in uh, Marcus, uh, uh, Marcus and, and, and Herbig. So yep. it's going to be a rotation, and that's going to help everyone else in the defense out when you put pressure on, on the quarterback. But one of their main, and for me, I look at their offense. You know, when you talk about having, you know, a legit offense, someone has to be, you know, the starter for them, the transmission in a car. You don't have a transmission in your car, you ain't going nowhere. For them, it's tr- Christian McCaffrey. He's the yeah. transmission for their car. What's the focus like slowing someone down like CMC? Because he's not just a prolific runner, but out of the backfield and route combinations, he does damage as well. So what are you guys trying to emphasize the week of leading up to Sunday and trying to slow Christian McCaffrey down? Man, obviously we understand what these guys, what their I identity is we know these guys like to run stretch we know these guys like to run uh perimeter tosses you know they want to get the ball on the edge of the defense and let their shifty guys pick where they want to go and they got one of the best in the in, in the business in, in christian mccaffrey of picking the best lane to go to make big plays you know so for us, obviously, we're going to have to make sure that everybody tackles well. Everybody, mm-hmm. all 11 hats, got to come prepared to tackle. 
you know, because this guy is very shifty. He can make, you know, uh, you know, he, he, he the, the, the jump cut, uh, uh, the jump cut ability his yeah. vision that he has on the field is going to, is going to be very prominent, uh, 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 very prominent that everybody uh, has all hands on deck when it comes to tackling. And obviously that's, that's not even debatable when it comes to Pittsburgh defense, you know, so that's not even the question. So if we're able to, everybody, all 11 hats, you know, get swarm him when he does run the ball and make sure that we have a good identity, a good um, identity on, not identity, a good feel on where he is when it is Mm -hmm. in the game because Brock Purdy looks from here for him very often when passes, when passes, uh, when those passes lane get a little cloudy, he's looking for 23. So we got that we're very, uh, we're hooked up on our coverage and make sure that we have sound communication at all times because there is some tell signs out there that tells us what plays we're going to get when those guys in certain situations. No. Mm. So wait a minute. So you, 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 you got a little insight on just from your film study, telling oh, yeah. signs on when they're going to do certain things already. Oh, come on, Mac. You've been, you, you, you got your cheat code ready. Come on, Mac. You watched them before. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna ask you to tell me what, what have you picked out of okay yeah. we don't know who's watching or who's listening so we're gonna you let that be back. Yes. When, I get Landers, when I get my pick Sunday we'll talk about it that's what I like to hear <laughs> that's what I like to hear when you get your pick Sunday number one you gotta get cause you know the guys didn't really celebrate like how y'all celebrated in Minnesota. oh it's up oh, yeah, it's so, up. oh you already it's got up. something planned it's up that's what I like it's to hear. It's yeah. it's, hey, real quick, uh, you guys made an addition, Desmond King, right? Yeah, Another savvy dude. vet, big time player, man. Do you think he will be involved in the game plan this Sunday, knowing that he just, you know, joined the team a little, little, a little, what, of a week ago, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, you know, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see what how it all unfolds throughout this week. Uh, preparation obviously we got to make sure that he understands the scheme understand how we run things here in Pittsburgh PA mm-hmm. as uh Mike T like to say <laughs> um so um but he's a savvy vet you know he's been he's been in the game uh a long time he's been around a bunch of different schemes so I'm quite I'm quite sure it won't be very hard for him to understand asking because asking is not very hard we just line yeah. up play football and we want to punch you in the mouth point blank mm. here you know, yeah. so I, I like the move though. I think yeah. Omar Omar has really been in his bag, bro. Shout yeah, out to Omar, has. boy. I, I like the move as well because I did feel like we needed just another veteran presence. Yeah, at the cornerback position because we was a little light, not light, a little young on the guys that's backing up me and Levi. Yeah, yeah, I, I like what Omar has done, man. The entire offseason, man, because he he got the guys in the building. Now it's time to go ahead and put it on film, yeah, man. Reversion. Yep, what you got? I said it's time to operate now. No question. No question. Uh, you know, talking about preseason leading up to the start of the regular season, Kenny Pickett was phenomenal. You know what I mean? So what do you expect to see for number eight in the entire offense? He needs to be phenomenal again. <laughs> ain't no ain't no if and buts about it, Matt. Yeah, I he agree. Needs to be phenomenal again. And what we saw in the preseason is what I've seen since spring. OTA. You've been talking about it. Yeah, you've spring, been talking about it. Mini camp and, and, and training camp, preseason. I've seen it since April. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't expect to see nothing less. Yeah, you've been talking about it. I, I'm excited as well, man. I think he's ready to turn the corner and probably a little sooner than what people expected. But that's the maturity that he has played a lot of college football, which helps, I think. Yes. With what we're seeing now, the experience is there, and he's highly confident, and he has a bunch of guys around him that can do their job and do it at a high level, which helps. So every week for our new listeners and our viewers, when we preview the next opponent for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I will give a prediction. I give a prediction. And I'm usually pretty good with my predictions. I'm not saying I hit the exact number. But I'm getting pretty year. close. Last year, you was, you was, you was, you was dang there. I'll yeah, I, I give you like about a 77%. That's a great percentage. That's yes. a great percentage. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so, Pat P, this has nothing to do with you, so you can close your ears. But for our viewers that are gamblers that yeah. oftentimes bet on ball games, yeah. and for our listeners, Pittsburgh, they're getting two and a half points. Two and a half points. So with me and my studying and just talking gambling and participating in gambling. Anytime I see an underdog getting two and a half, I always take the underdog. I take the underdog. And the reason why I take the underdog is because the public usually side with the dog, knowing they're only giving two and a half. Because if they're giving two and a half, you believe that dog is good enough to at least win by three points. That's how the public think. They see two and a half, well, that's a team that I think is better than the underdog, and all they got to do is win by three points? Oh, we're going to run to that. And if you do your research, a lot of times when that underdog is getting two and a half, the underdog wins. Prime example, I understand we talked about this earlier, Florida State LSU. LSU was a two and a half point favorite. I was going to take Florida State money line anyway, straight up. I didn't want no points. I was just that confident. But that was a telling sign, like two and a half? Most people are going to take LSU, the, high, the higher-ranked team, only given two and a half. Oh, they can win by three points. So with that being said, that has nothing to do with why I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers, by the way. I just want to give you guys some betting information, and you guys can thank me later and just continue to subscribe, and we all win money together because I will have a parlay. And in my parlay, I got one with Pittsburgh by themselves, money line. That's it. Then I'm going to come right back, and I got my Thursday night parlay, Consisting with, fired up. I'm fired up. Detroit, Kansas City. I'm taking Detroit with the points. I mm. like Cleveland getting two and a half from Cincinnati as well, similar to what I just stated with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the two and a half logic. So I got it. Okay, I can't give you my parlay information, but I will before the weekend is, or hit me on social media. But my prediction for this particular game right here: Wow, Pittsburgh, San Francisco. You ready, Pat P? I'm ready, dog. Mm. <laughs> the mad scientist. <laughs> Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Pittsburgh win 2016. 2016. 2016. Pittsburgh win. 2016, Pat P. I like it. Hey, Matt, to go what back. You, what you got? The last season opener for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers was in 2014 against, let me tell you. Last, I, home, last home opener? It was against the Browns. Yeah, yeah. It will be the Pittsburgh Steelers' first home game opener since 2000. 
14 season when they hosted the Cleveland Browns. And I tell you this much about Mike Tomlin in week one matchups against teams that are considered to be, you know, highly respected and playoff caliber teams. Mike T take care of his business. Last year, Listen. Cincinnati coming off that Super Bowl run Listen. on the road, Pittsburgh won. I Listen. think the year before that they had Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, what what was the year they went to Buffalo? Buffalo was highly, you know, looked at to be a championship type contender. Pittsburgh won. Mike Tomlin. I don't know what Mike Tomlin. I don't know if Eric can kind of hey, get that number for us. About, hey, so it's just almost like college ball. You give him too much time to prep. Because Coach T, man, I, I I don't think I ever been around a coach, a head coach that loves ball as much as much as much as Coach T does. Oh, he love it. It's not a moment that we're not talking about ball. And it's not a moment in the building where we're not looking at a film or talking about this or talking about that, that pertains being the team that's in front of us. And he, and obviously we know he knows his, his, his stuff. I can just remember being on the sideline in the, in the Atlanta game when, you know, when it was time for me to take my pass off, he yep. was like, they're going to come out before they broke the huddle, Mac. This ain't no bull job. Before they broke the huddle, he was like, yeah, they're going to come out in three by one. Da, 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 they're going to run such and such. And they ran I, it. Damn. They ran it. They came on the exact formation that he said. And he and they also ran the exact route combination that he said. So the time that he has to be able to prepare for, you know, a week one team is just too much time on his hands because he got so much time on his hands to watch film, to really dissect what they want to do and how they want to do it in certain situations. I love it. So we got the information from our great producer four and, and, I, and I, our stat guy, Eric Debo. Mike Tomlin is 4-1 at home. He's 6-4-1 away, leading to an overall record in week one games of 10-5-1 in opening day games. That puts the Steelers at a 65.6 winning percentage in opening day games. And he's four and one at home in opening day games. I love it. I'm already in. But I'm already in. I'm heavy. It doesn't even matter. I committed. It doesn't matter. I'm gone. I don't even want and I, I don't even want the points. I don't want the two and a half. I just told you it was going to happen. BMAC prediction 2016. BMAC prediction 2016. And if that hits. Y'all know y'all got y'all got to rock with us every week. Y'all know it every week. So, Pat, people, before we go, you know, we got some fans that definitely want to hit you with a few questions, right? And our Steelers mailbag got a few questions before we go so you can get ready to delay your hyperbaric chamber. And we're going to tap into some of these fan questions, man. Some good ones coming up for all you listeners and viewers. Thank you for t watching us up until this point. We're not quite done yet. We're in the fourth quarter. It's almost over. But come back because we might read one of your questions. Stay tuned. Pat P, Steelers mailbag time. Big time questions coming from my big time fans. First up at Brim Ducket 4062. How many games do you think the Steelers have to win to win the division? Uh, that's a good question, man. We got to win uh, at least 12. I'll say you can get 10 in. I think this is division. Uh, um, no, if I'm looking at correctly. I gotta look at this. I saw something that came up with the easiest, easiest and the hardest schedule, and I feel like our biggest competition is going to come down to us. I, I think you can get in ten. I think it's a div division, man, where teams might split with each other. You know what I mean? 
So I think you just got to find a way to have that extra game that you might need, especially if it's a close race. So I think um, if you're 10 and 7, that, that, that definitely should have a give you a shot to win a division. Next coming up, next question coming up from Carl's, Carl's Packler, 1431. What was Pat P's confidence level in the team overall when he first signed versus right now, just basically a few days away from the season started? That's a good question. So when you first signed the Pittsburgh Steelers, how was your confidence level in the team overall compared to being a part of them practicing and now getting ready for the season? Man, we've been talking about this for about four months now. Ain't nothing changed. Now Ain't. the workers have an opportunity to see it. <laughs> That's all. Okay. Like I, I said from day one that we got talent on every single level on this football team. Yeah. And now it's just up to us to go out there and showcase that. And for that little minor period of time, we had opportunity to do that. But now everything counts. Everything matters. Now it's time for us to really go out there and put our hard hat on for 18 weeks. Mm -hmm. See how we mount up against the rest of the league. I love it. I love it. All right, next question. At Evan McCourty, 5014. Hey, Pat P, what is your favorite team activity to do with your teammates? And do you, who who do you hang out the most on the team? Um, man, I'm a dad, so I don't really hang out with like with a single guy after practice because I gotta get mm -hmm. home. Like right after I get off the show, I gotta go upstairs and get my baby, uh, my oldest girl Peyton, her homework done. You know, so I have a lot of dad duties that I gotta pertain to. Um, uh, once I get home after practice, but probably the guy. I speak with the most, well, it's two of them, Levi and me. You know, I talk mm -hmm. to and Sully as well, uh, Shannon, mm -hmm. obviously an ex-teammate. Um, I, I you know, spent a lot of time with him. So I probably go with Shannon, the guy, uh, Ch uh, Shannon, that I spend the most time with um, outside of the uh, the building. Um, but, you know, I, I hang out with all the guys. It's just I had to pick my spots with me being – Older guy, want to get home to get wife. You know how it is, man. Get the wife mm -hmm. time off. You know, come and get get the girls cleaned up. Get homework done. Get dinner yeah. ready. You know, I'm a low key a chef. Things like that. Because <laughs> like, because you always gotta make your home good. Because yeah. if ain't home, if ain't, hey, if if, if 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 home not good, your game not gonna be good. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts, facts. No doubt, no doubt. All right, next question coming up from Dominic Schrader, 1951. Hey, Pat, hey, P2 and B Mac, us Steeler fans see this as window is open type of year. Sounds like you and the team do too as well. But what what's the team's what's the team's biggest hurdle this year? The team biggest hurdle this year, in my opinion, is just staying healthy. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stay healthy. Because I, I feel like we can compete with anybody. When right? you're healthy. Yeah, we can line I us agree. up with anybody. We can compete with anybody. I don't give a damn where you put the ball at, where we playing. I already know Steeler Faithful are going to show up. Like, just put us out there. As long, long as we got our guys on the field, that's mm -hmm. all that matters. I, I, I'm right there with you. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, stay healthy. Because if you're healthy, you're talented enough to compete against whoever. And we're going to see that on Sunday. Next question coming from Junior 90936. Where does Pat P think GP George Pickens will rank after this season? 
Sapphire. I agree. Sapphire. 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 I think so too. Yeah, top five. Top All 10 right. minimum. Top 10 minimum. But top five, I believe that's the ceiling for him, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question coming from The Evangelist 3. Pat P, are you wearing any new swag with your new team? Mm, <laughs> okay. Hey, you, you hey. gonna be cooking, Matt. Uh, <laughs> you got any new swag for the new team? I think this yes. is what you should do, Pat P. Every week or every other week, have a, you know, and put it on social media to generate some content. You know, have two options for you to wear in, in regards to your cliques and have the fans vote on what you what they think you should wear. Because Pat P has shown to me a glimpse of his cleat game for this season, he got some things in rotation that, <laughs> you know what I mean? So he'd be like, man, should I go this route or go, should I go this route? I think that'd be dope. But I answer the question for you. The Evangelist, yeah. Yeah. We got, got some people. And yeah. shout out to my boy Prime Time again. Little nugget. Oh, he sent you something? No. You got- I, just, I just gave the fans a nugget. You asked me what I was wearing. Are you, oh, uh, well, Mike, is it the diamond turfs? <laughs> In the steel Stay color? Tuned. Stay tuned, ladies. Stay tuned. Okay, okay, all right. Next question coming from Steelers Nation Australia. Shots out to all our fans in Australia. Pat Pete, good day, mate. Hey, good Would day, you mate. rather fight two male kangaroos or James Depot Harrison? That ain't. That's a, that's an Australian like question. After his ninety nine yard interception, um, I probably would go with two kangaroos. I'm gonna fight two kangaroos as well. I don't yeah. know how strong a kangaroo yeah. is, <laughs> and, and with me not knowing how strong a kangaroo is, I think I might have a shot. Hey man, that dog on James, man, he 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 he's different, man. He he's from another planet, first and foremost. Man, I, I think yeah. I think I might fight two 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 kangaroos because yeah. I don't because, know. Like, I'm talking I, about like I don't know how strong he is. I know he's strong. going to kind of know when enough is enough. Like James, not yeah. going to know enough is enough. Man, you know, I think I can kind of come maneuver around. The, I don't know how how quick exactly. they, I mean, that short area of quickness is for a kangaroo. I don't know what what they got going on. I feel like I can kind of scoop and score with a kangaroo. Get right. a scoop. Because you know the kangaroos going to pause a little bit. They going they trying to yeah. figure you out as well. Yeah. James. Oh, they say. And oh, this was the kicker. After his 100-yard interception. Yeah, that's oh. what I said. Yeah. No, nah, I ain't trying to see James. Mm-mm. I'm right there with you. Okay, that's a good, good question. Shouts out to our fans, like I said, in Australia. Next up, lifelong fan 07. What is the process and who makes the call in an audible situation? How does the entire defense, defense adjust? Well, you, defense, we don't really have a ton of audibles. We mm-hmm. just, that's mostly offensively. Yeah, on offensive, on the offensive side of the ball, they have more audibles. But on the defense, we just have more checks, uh, more uh, making sure guys are in in certain positions when the offense give us certain formations. So if the offense come in a bunch, mm-hmm. a certain formation we might go box. If we in a certain, uh, I'm sorry, in a certain defense we might go box. If we're in a certain defense we might go zone it. In a certain defense we might go X, Y, and Z. You know, so it just all depends on. What the offense is uh, is presented to the defense, so we have more checks than anything versus the audible. So in mm-hmm. high school, I mean not in high school, in college, now we had audibles because you had a, a lot of teams that played that fast ball, hurry up to the ball, looking to the sideline, 
to get the plays and this, that, and the other. So in college, you may see more audibles on the defensive side of the ball, but in the league, it's more checks than anything. Exactly, exactly. All right, we got two more questions, Pat P. Next one is coming from Joe's Friends 6767. How well did you play in the coldest game of your life? Mm, the coldest game of my life was Green Bay. Well, both of them. When I played with Arizona and also when I played uh, with Minnesota, I didn't get much action, man. So mm -hmm. I had a couple of tackles, maybe got a pass or two thrown my way. I mean, that's just the life of, of me, I guess. So <laughs> I couldn't really, <laughs> I really don't have an answer. Or, oh, actually, last year against the uh, the Chicago Bears, that was a pretty cool game. I got an interception in that. You got an interception. Okay. We're doing Pittsburgh, you're on West Sleeves when it get cold outside, Pat P. What'd you say? In Pittsburgh, when it when it's cold outside, you're in West Sleeves. Who is they? I'm That's me. just a Pittsburgh thing. I'm me. Yeah, I know, but it's a Pittsburgh thing. It's like, yeah. it's just Pittsburgh. I don't know. I didn't make the rules. I didn't, like, I made the rules. I ain't from Pittsburgh. I'm from Florida, man. I, I, me too. <laughs> I just, you said I got to buy in. That's what you're telling me. I got to buy in. You got to buy in, man. I'm not, I mean, that's, I, I don't know if it's a little different now. I don't know if a guy we'll wants to sleep, but I know, you know mm -mm, not, especially at home. Yeah, I will see, Mac. You need to my foot pass. If you want me to play well, I need to put these sleeves on. <laughs> if you're talking about you want me to be your brother's keeper, <laughs> <put these on. laughs> all right. Last question coming from Spy Spiva. What is Pat P's favorite non-sports related TV series? Mm, that's a very, that's very a good question. Good one, man. Uh, I love documentaries. I love like true stories, especially. Yeah of past athletes. I like to hear their story. I like to see what they went through. What was their mindset like when they was a kid to see if we have anything relatable. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm real big in, in athletic uh, athletic documentaries. Um, let me see. That's a really good question, man. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you mine. I, 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 I got one right now. Go ahead. Go shoot. My favorite non-sport documentary will probably have to be it's a toss-up because i'm I, I love mafia type vibe so it's it's mm -hmm. one of the 50 cent series for sure but it's between ghosts yeah and bml i i like that I, I'm, I'm big fans of, of those two as well bml uh power yep um well, power, that's the one I'm talking about, not ghosts, but power, not the, yeah. the book of ghosts. The book like, of, and now they got the book of power, so that's, yeah. Exactly. I'm right there with you. All, all, of, all of those series, shouts out to 50 Cent, man, uh, are, are eye-catching, and, and I rock with them. But my go-to is Law & Order, SVU. Yeah, I can't watch that. I like I like all Law & Orders, organized crime, regular Law & Order, Law & Order. Hey, SVU. hold on, wait, I'm going to go back, man. I will say this. My favorite show to watch is First 48. First 48? I, yeah, I like to watch First 48. I ain't watching for First 48. Uh -uh. <laughs> I, I like to watch First 48. No, I'm not watching. I like to watch First 48. Or Net Geographic. No, I'm not doing that either. I'm real big on Shark Week and Animal Fight Night. I'm real big on that as well. 
But I don't. I I really don't watch TV like talking about if it's especially during the season. During the season is all film. Making sure the girls are in bed for school, and when they go mm-hmm. to bed, you know, I watch my film and I go to bed. In the off season, I'm watching golf, some shows with the wife, whatever she got going on, just so we can have our time. Um, and that's basically, and whatever my kids watching. So like right now, hell, when I come home, I'm watching Dance Monsters, mm-hmm. I'm watching freaking uh, 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 Coco Millen. I'm watching. Uh, <laughs> What else? We what's what's my what's Parker like? Or uh, uh, Mosh and the Bear? You know, yeah. those are things I I watch when I get home. <laughs> I like it. Okay, okay. Well, great, great questions from my fans, and we appreciate all the support, all the love, and all the interaction that goes a long way. And we love getting involved with you guys. So, Pat P, it's that time, man. It's that it time. Is that time, Mac? It is game week. I'm game week. Up. Black and yellow. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, hey. Full house. Big season, man. I'm looking for not only out of myself, but from the squad, man. We got a bunch of dogs. We got a bunch of guy, a bunch of go-getters. We got a bunch of guys that's ready to do this thing. So I'm excited about this upcoming season. I'm excited about what's in front of us. And I'm excited about the guy that's leading us. Because he he makes sure that our head and our focus is in the right place at all times so we're in a good position man we now we just have to go out there and do what we're supposed to do and that's executing the game plan and no fucking excuses of my badge and all that shit i agree (laughs) it's time to go (laughs) hey it ain't personal it's just business that's all it is it's just business we we do good business good business good business hey pat p can't wait to see you in that swag that 20 with them uh ex- exclusives hey. on your feet. Hey, hey, you almost let the cat out the bag. I did, I did, I did. I'm talking too much. <laughs> it's time for me to go with that being said. Hey, thank you for tuning in with us. All thanks, Governor Patrick Peterson. See you when we see you. Peace. Peace.